I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Jump Time AFL podcast, round 14, 2019. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and we are both furious that we have lost our very best client, aren't we, Adam Rosenbachs? Michael, Junkbet had just gotten off the ground, and I tell you, it had it had touched the public. People saw an, uh, a, um, a company that would take a bet on anything, and we don't care where your money was from, we would launder it for you. <laughs> we, we were just a little startup, weren't we? We are just a little startup, and we had made millions of dollars, and our number one client... Eskimo says, if you have a go, you'll get a go. Oh, yeah, that, that's our motto. <laughs> uh, if you have a go, where'd that money come from? Oh, this has got blood on it, don't care. You, you know, people talk about blood diamonds, we'll take blood cash. <laughs> that's the kind of uh, company you'll get mm-hmm. at Junkbet. Anyway, our number one client, a yep. little fellow by the name of uh, Jaden Stevenson. Number one, number one client. God, he used us all the time, didn't he? It was beauty. He would ring us during matches. <laughs> we supplied him with a burner phone uh-huh. that he could take into the gra- yep. into the game at uh, half time because players don't have access. Mm-hmm. Normal players don't have access to the phones, but Jaden, yep. yeah, this mate, pretend you've got to go to the Dunny. Bang, he's onto us, <laughs> fellas. I'm going to kick another goal and a half. End of this game, I'm going to put a barrel over the line. Yeah, we went, sure. Mate, no chance. Ten yeah. to one. Yeah, yeah, and we didn't want that bet because that actually happened too. He had the barrel from about 65 and you got the three goals and that's what he bet on yes that was part of the multi yeah so we, we were riding that ball and we were not happy whatsoever when it went through yeah and you know we said all right you can visit your mum in hospital because she's paid the price for that Jaden. <laughs> you know your fucking family members have been dragged into it i'm oh, sorry about that yeah we gave him a voucher for the uber which is also yeah. redeemable at junk bet yeah everything is redeemable at junk bet uh while we're talking about this let's introduce our our guest for today broden kelly from auntie donna thank you for coming on to the show absolute pleasure long time listener first time come uh, to the studio and as Scott Morrison also says as a member of the Pentecostal church (laughs) (laughs) that's very true what's your take on Jaden Stevenson did you enjoy it because your your uh, ex-player Jeremy Jeremy Howe ratted him out ratted him out dirty rat well you know we're a place of uh, ethics at Melbourne and Dodgers (laughs) Ferry as well as a place of high ethics Dodgers Ferry Jeremy Howe heard in the dressing room after a game so Stevenson jokingly said to him Mm. uh, so and so another player cost me my multi yeah during the song mm. because he had he had multi on uh, a player getting a certain amount of disposals mm-hmm. and then himself kicking three goals in a game yep and all of us the, the AFL went oh he's self-reported and, and then that went into Eddie McGuire have to make an apology on the Monday morning <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that that got him off like they said he's self-reported and you're like I don't yep. believe because Jeremy Howe went oh fuck mate I don't think you should be joking about that yep went to the footy manager Jeff Walsh mm-hmm. who was like oh fuck we got to report this yeah that's not self-reporting yeah <laughs> That's Jeremy Howe going... Oh, sorry, hang on. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't go to the AFL and go, hey, I made a bet. They yeah. went, oh, fuck, we've got to cover this up before we get our asses kicked. Yeah, 100%. yeah. It's, Bob Murphy was saying it's great leadership. I don't know if I would have that much leadership. I would just say, <laughs> shut the fuck up. What the fuck? How much did you win? Yeah. <laughs> Give me half 
And this never happened. Well, they talked about, I think it was a quote from Lee Matthews. I don't have the direct quote, so I can't do the voice. Okay. But he said something about um, back when he was coaching Collingwood, they, as a team, would bet on games. You know, they, I think it was kind of more like a get money together for the footy trip. Absolutely. You know, when they thought they were going to win or even thought they were going to lose, they'd all get together and put some money on. So what I'm saying is Lee Matthews should be kicked out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes, no, he's a, he's a filthy dog And as well. come into our junk bet Hall of Fame. <laughs> How did... So Eddie came out and said, so Jaden Stevens has got 22 weeks, 12 suspended. Yep. He's back for the first week of the finals and a $20,000 fine. Mm. And he said, Eddie said that they sat down with the AFL and they worked out what the proper... Suspension was going to be. I had no idea that you could negotiate your own Yeah, penalty. what the fuck is that Crazy. about? Yeah. Crazy. And that- it was on Triple M the next day, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so I think an interview on uh, Triple M Hot Breakfast was also chucked in as well. It's just like, how, how do you do that? You go, oh, we're giving him 20 toys. You go, a bit heavy. Nah, fair point. Fair point. When would you like him back? Well, he'd be great just to qualify. <laughs> <on> <laughs> <with> <laughs> <him>. <laughs> I just didn't know that they had that option on the table. I thought the AFL should come down hard and then that you fucking suck it and that's it. Um, I mean, I don't get to walk in. Uh, when I walk into courtrooms, mm. I don't Often. get to negotiate. <laughs> no, exactly. When you've seen outside of school, you don't get to say, no, I was only there for six hours and not ten. Can I just look at one class and not look at all the rest of the classes? <laughs> um, but then they talked about, Edie talked about how everything had been talked about. So everything from life down to like six weeks and then they settled on 22. Let's just say life wasn't yeah. on the table. No, I don't think so. Gil had flights to Hawaii he had to get on. So, yeah, <laughs> so that was the other thing. Gil was in... We're going to get to this a little bit later because he missed all the Marvel stuff. Mm. But Gil was in Hawaii over the weekend at Lindsay Fox's son's uh, 50th, I believe. Yeah. So he's just going, ah, oh, fuck, this is a little bit... It's a bit much. <laughs> and then people were calling for him to speak. And Robert, I think, had the headline, like, you know, where are you, Gil? Yeah. You know, why aren't you talking? It's like, because well, he's in, the air. in first class on the way back. <laughs> So, Broden, can we talk about your uh, fandom? You are a Melbourne fan. Melbourne fan, lifelong. Yep. And uh, when did you, or how did you become a fan? Well, my granddad worked at the MCG for 55 years or something crazy in the MCG. As a pie boy. Yeah, as a pie boy for 55 years. (laughs) Oldest pie boy there ever was. (laughs) He struggled to change near the end. Yeah. Yeah. Left in Bay 13 (laughs) in the aisle. No, yeah, so he worked there and then my dad worked there. What did he do there? He he worked on the long room doors. And oh, which cool. is what I ended up doing before really? I was a comedian as well. I'd stand on the long room doors in the MCC and check the dress code as you come in. You've got to be a full member, check your thing, come in. Yeah. Gotcha. And no Mate, jackets. that's not a collar. All right. Sorry. I had to do that. And it's the closest I've ever come to like severe, severe depression is standing on the front of gate two. And I did this all through uni. Yeah. And calling up people for having no collared shirt on or a little tear in their jeans or really the most full on job. And it's why I'm not afraid of hecklers or anything now, yeah, because okay. there's nothing scarier <laughs> than an entitled prick from Q yeah, try wearing to whack a you with very a expensive shirt that doesn't have a collar telling you that he's going to fucking sue you. Yeah. It's the most confronting <laughs> bullshit that I had to live through from about 19 to 21 years old. So what time frame was that? I would have walked past you many times. Yeah, are you, I remember seeing you a lot because you used to be the, the game day person for the cricket. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did some stuff way back here. Yeah, yeah, so around that Australia, time. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, okay. saying, yeah. And uh, so it would have been through about 2008, 2007 to about 2013. That's cool. If you fucking tried me, if you tried me, I would have fucking come <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> well, one guy grabbed me once. It was a full-on time. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the worst. The worst, you th- what I learned there, right, is I thought that, you know, 
that you, you thought know, they were a better class of people. Yeah, didn't I you? thought I thought you know yeah. well that you know you've got to you know, you've got to hold a certain standard. The richer you are, the bigger a prick you are. Like <laughs> across the board, yeah. worst people in the MCC. And I've been waiting like ten years to say this on a platform. The worst <laughs> pricks are in the MCC. Fuck, that's everything I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> you, I love it. Are you signed up to become a member? I am a member. I'm like. A, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have, I'm like, I've been a member for 15 years now, I Christ. think. Yeah. yeah, well, this fucking over here, he always gives shit to me for being in the members, right? Yeah. And yet, what, 10, 15 years ago? Oh, 15 years ago, Who yeah. came calling with his little form for me to sign yeah. so he can yeah, get exactly. in? Exactly, yeah. I'm still You're not probably not too far away from. I hope so. Getting in. Yeah. I reckon the average is about 20 years, I reckon. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping. But oh. then also, like, there's a lot of, like, if you know the right person, then all of a sudden your time's up. There's a lot of that. Is there? Yeah. So I can move forward quickly. Yeah, pricks, mate. I want to just... Can we spend an hour talking about how Yeah, MCC? yeah. Tell yeah, us all the stories, man. Oh, they're the worst. Just, every, uh, you know... So talk us about when you when you got the job, did they sit you down and go, these are the jeans you can't have. The, it's got to have a collar. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, what kind of collar? Because remember in the, in the late 90s, there was that new fashion that came in. It was a shirt without a collar. Mm-hmm. And it was like a proper dress shirt, but you look like a fuckwit, but yeah. they have a collar. Yeah. So there, all those people would have been like, man, but There I'm, was I'm a period sh- where they kind of had to relax it a little bit by the fact that, see these shoes here, they're sure. kind of... Chucks. Yeah, Vans, what are they yeah. called? Um, they're called Converse, mate. Converse, are they? Yeah. yeah. It's got um, Converse written on it. Different, oh, really? <laughs> different brand, but yeah. <laughs> um, you can get in wearing these. Yes. They had to kind of relax that. Usually right. it had to be like a kind of like a... R.M. William? Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but now you can get in there. So the, over the course, and I think you might even be allowed with kind of kind of uh, stylish rips now well you can definitely have dress down denim but i still thought the rips was yeah no rips at all okay. even if it's a f- like fashion yeah. like the, the biggest argument to 20 20 year old broden was these cost me 600 dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i understand you saw it on big brother you thought they were good jeans yeah. unfortunately sir i can't let you in that uh, was the biggest thing yeah and the worst option was nowhere. There's nowhere in East Melbourne where you can buy a collared shirt. So it's go home, get a new shirt, mm-hmm. which was just the most confronting thing to have to tell someone as a little boy. And how would you get that job? Like, what's the process like that? Or does it feely come through grandpa it, and that everyone? The, you know, everyone is the same. It's all event staff. Mm-hmm. So like, right. there's people with cushy jobs, like the guys who work in the 50 year members room. If you remember the MCC for 50 years, yeah. you just stand in that room, and when an old guy comes in, you give him a party pint of coffee. Yep, and yep. That's it. That's a great job, dude. My dad got in there like about two years ago because he was a 50 year member, and he, I don't think he actually goes in there. But um, you see the people in there. Like my dad's what, like late 70s at the time. If he walked into the 50-year membership, they'd be like, look at these young people <laughs> ruining things. Like, they're literally, like, uh, all about to drop dead. He grew up in the 50s. This guy doesn't know anything. <laughs> Him with his fancy music. There was one time I, was, I got put in that room and I had to, like, press the coffee, you know, the little yeah. coffee yeah. urn and stuff. And this lovely old man came and he goes, I'll just have a cup of coffee, mate. And I'll get back to the 40. I was like, yeah, good on you. This lovely old man. I bet he's got stories to tell. I can't wait to hear him. And then I couldn't figure out. I'd never used one of those, you know, press down machines. Uh And I couldn't, if you don't know how they work, they're very confusing. And after about 10 seconds, he just turned on me like, you fucking bastard. (laughs) Press the fucking bloody bloody carry on, you fucking. And then I was like, Jesus Christ. I was at Gallipoli. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Bosch bloody coming down on top of the doodle bugs. Yeah, but yeah, it was so it's a good place. But then if you had in the long room as well, just a suit. If you had zippers on your jacket, you'd turn people away. Mm. It was full on. I've never actually gone into the long room. It's actually quite nice. Yeah, it's fun. One ta- one day, a lady said to me, she had, I don't know, I was checking her 
uh, her what she was wearing or whatever, and she said, "Do you know? Do you realize that you're dealing with the upper echelon of society right now?" Fucking hell! Said that to me. <laughs> Fucking hell! Even if the Queen said that to me, I'd still headbutt her. <laughs> Fuck off, Liz. Yeah. That is quite remarkable, isn't that crazy? And yeah. they're just—they're going to watch football. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're not watching polo or whatever it is. Yeah. But see, a lot of them would be your supporters as well as a Melbourne yeah. fan. Oh, yeah. That's that. I hate Melbourne fans. Let me make that. Okay. Very, I think we are possibly the worst. Oh, it takes Hawthorne. Put Hawth- them up there. Yeah. I, I Collingwood are the worst. Let's just—they okay. are the worst. Mm-hmm. Like they're vindictive, and but Melbourne fans, it takes maybe one bad decision on the ground for them to turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah. What I love on uh, on the broadcast at a Melbourne game is you can never tell how many people are there because the cameras are on the MCC side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the other side of the ground looks var- like just sparse. We, we have the worst optics. Yeah. yeah, and then you hear a huge roar and you're like, oh, that's right. They're uh, all on the broadcast yeah, yeah. side. The cheese is being served. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because at, when we yell at an umpire, it's not, uh, it's not you fucking bastard. It's yeah. like, I'm sending an email tomorrow morning <laughs> to, to, a, to a very important stakeholder and you will. Like, it's, it's always that kind of, yeah. I, after I go to the party in Hawaii, I'm going to send an email. Speaking of the Marvel thing and the and the security guards, I called out someone yesterday at the ground. Did you? Yeah. You texted the number? No, I I did the best. The, I the best. The, the thing I was most capable of doing is like a 30 year old bloke at the footy because a guy behind me yelled out to an umpire a uh, uh, homophobic thing. Okay. A very 1970s homophobic thing starts right. with a P. Okay. And a good sounding word, but yep. very homophobic. And my response was, I turned my head 35 degrees like that and went, oi, and then went back to it. I think that's the best response. I like it. I'm not going, it's not not okay. And you should, like, oi, cut it out. And then back to it. Yeah, like sure. It. You didn't have to go explain. Look, it was a different era. Cut it out. Yeah. But also, sorry to just keep tangenting on MCC no, no. stories, but Mate, we're loving it. I remember before, no one trained me properly. And there was one guy, a Melbourne supporter, who was cheering or going off at Matthew Richardson. He was upsetting people around him. So I just went up to him and said, hey, maybe take it easy. And just went off on me. Really? Just went off on me. And when, you know, I can't say anything, grabbed my, my lanyard and was, you can't. You, I should be able to cheer. I'm not doing, you know. And I was, I was like, I was 10 years before my time. <laughs> but yeah, I was told just never, just leave them. Let just them leave them. Unless and they're saying, you know, yeah, something yeah. really fucked. Do you think the reason why you did turn on that person at that time was because you were a new, a new arrival? Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I just got in from Ballarat, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. That could happen. So uh, did you, you grew up a Melbourne supporter. Did you go to the 2000 grand final? Uh, no, I went to the prelim, but then I was home. I lived in Adelaide at the time, okay. and, uh, yeah. which I was kind of relieved about. And I was also like eight, I think, yeah, at the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of I did that. watch it. Very upsetting game. Yeah, it was I, over pretty quickly, wasn't it? Yeah, I went. I've been to every final. I think since then, including last year's, all of them, all wow. of them. You went to the prelim. So the story goes: uh, became good mates with a mutual friend, Titus O'Reilly. Yep, and. Uh, you know, our Melbourne supporters are sparse, so we became sort of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, supporters of one another. And uh, we went to all the games together leading up to it, had a great time. And uh, he booked a gig over there leading up to it and said, if you can get flights over. Yeah, yeah, because that was impossible. Did you go through Bali or something? Yeah, almost, yeah. I wish I had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you can get flights over, I've got tickets. I was like, great. So I used all my Auntie Donna flying around the world, frequent flyers, yep. literally about 90,000 points. Yeah. And uh, 
got all the flights there. I woke up at seven in the morning. This is going to be great. Chucked the goons. Went by myself. Yeah. Feeling, I was like, and I, oh, the whole flight over, I was like, even if we lose, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is a fun story. And then the one thing that Melbourne could do, they did, is just absolutely just not show up. And it was just horrific. Wasn't it like two goals at halftime? Zero. Yeah, zero, zero goals. Zero yeah. goals at halftime. They, Dude. Yeah. There was very impressive stadium though. Yeah, it would say. be cool. Yeah. So where were you? Where were you seated? Were you seated with a bunch of Melbourne supporters, or were there uh, West was, Coast supporters around? You? Were there many there too? It was all West Coast. Yeah. There was maybe one tier on the other side okay. with a little little bay of Melbourne supporters, but but apart- I imagine they weren't giving it to you because they just would have felt sorry for you. They at the start there there was it's that ground full is way more impressive than the MCG. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. And I've been to I went to those Tigers game the Tigers game against the Giants the prelim. Yep. I went to that one. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, and yeah. I would say that this one was more impressive yeah, just okay. because... Wow. I went to that game in particular because I wanted to see what it felt like to go to a college game. You know? Yeah. Where it was like yeah, literally 97,000. Yeah. 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 And, um, but the West Coast one, they really have done an awesome job over there. Yeah. And um, so I, I was stayed pretty positive because we were out of it five minutes in, so I just thought I'd have fun. But I snapped at the airport on the way back <laughs> when I was at... It was five o'clock in the, in the afternoon. Yep. And... Because it's fucking Perth. Hungry Jack's was closed. And I just went off. Because I was like, oh, I'll get myself some chippies, make myself feel yeah. better. And they were closed. Why I was like, you closed? fucking... Because it's Perth and shit closes at five. <laughs> and I was like, you fucking backwater fucking dogs. <laughs> fucking open up, you shit cunts. And yeah, I absolutely lost Did it. Yeah, the bloke in front of you just go, oi! <laughs> yeah, yeah, oi. Cut it out. Yeah, and I was home in bed by midnight and I was just like shaking because I'd spent maybe six or seven hours in the air. Yeah, gotcha. Just horrible, horrible. Dude, dude. And and how have you seen Melbourne's season? Because you would have gone in with a lot of hope. You go, the natural progression is to get to a grand final. Yeah. We'll be thereabouts again. Yeah. I'm actually okay this year, and I don't know why. Okay. I don't know if you... Maybe because can... you've just slipped back to where you've always been. Yeah. Shit. Well, I, yeah, because I think before we, we had that great run last year, I was just always, just give me something. Yes. And they have given me something. Give me some hope. But so, I, and I also feel like everything's there. This, yep. it's a part, they need a good run in they need injury free and if we get a top 5 draft pick as well out of this year I kind of feel okay about it yeah yeah <laughs> hey yeah. why do you break from Melbourne when you grew up in Adelaide well I moved over there for a fair while so I, I'm, I'm from Melbourne and okay. everyone's from Melbourne but I lived there for a little bit and so it's a family thing like yeah, they family all break from thing. Melbourne yeah but I had the privilege of moving over just as Port Adelaide started as a football team mm-hmm. my god Adelaide in 1996-97 was a rough place. And do you go to many games over there? Yeah, you go to a few at, what was it, Football Oval? Football, Football Park, Park, yeah. Yeah, yeah. whatever, yeah, West Lakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. And we backed onto, my my house backed onto Glenelg Football Oval, which is where, Oh, like, cool. Yeah. So there oh, were, the, the Bays. Oh, not Glenelg, what was it? Yeah, well, it was the Glenelg Cricket Club. And, uh, and uh, yeah, you had like, what's it, Gillespie was playing there at the time and in the cricket club. It was okay. good. And Sturt were always around. It was good times. Yeah. Yeah. And that, it's, but yeah, I, when being a Melbourne football kid in Adelaide, you, you were, everyone's like, he's from Melbourne. Like, he really likes football. There was this real, like, oh, okay. they really look up to Melbourne people. At least they did in the 90s. They were, oh, geez, <laughs> he's from Melbourne. He must know how to play footy. And so you went yesterday to so see your. your a uh, gallon victory over Frio. It was, it was good, good fun though, wasn't it? Yeah. It was back to the days of football that I like where I can show up 5 minutes before the game and put my <laughs> and put my feet up yeah, and put yeah. my arms out. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that and it's a, it's an experience that do you have it as a Carlton supporter? Oh, mate, have, there's room to burn. Yeah, but Although, you would you know, ne- you wouldn't know that. 
Uh, well, I did at the Giants game a few weeks ago. <laughs> when it was about fourteen thousand. That's unbelievable. Mm. I don't. I don't. I actually don't think it was even that many. Yeah. yeah um, so yeah, I had, I had a whole tear to myself. Yeah, it's good. Fun. I really like that. You go down the museum, check out. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the library. Do you go yeah. to the library every now and then? I have got... The, the, working, the, the library is this whole other ecosystem. Mm. Talk that, to me about the library. I don't know about the library. This is a big room. There's a library full There's of books. There's the MCC library. Memorabilia. All sports books and you can go in there anytime and I think you can borrow something if you're an MCC member. It would probably be the type of thing where they have like a hundred wisdoms, you know? Yes, okay. Like those kind of books yeah. and a bit of memorabilia around as well. Yeah. But I'm sure you guys know this as well. There's two kinds of football supporters. There's stats people and there's like glory people. Yeah. And the stats people live for the library. So every game, you can go into the MCC library and there's a stats thing. So not since 1945 has the, have these two teams played to this number. You know, and it's uh, yeah. just people just going off, 65-year-olds going off on stats. Pre, Pre-super coach era. And you would do the cricket as well? Yeah, which yeah. was the worst. Uh-huh. The worst because it's 13-hour days yep. just standing there. 40-degree weather. And the like Boxing Day is... The worst of civilizations I've yeah. ever seen. You'd yeah. have guys, because it's so beautifully designed, the northern stand, you'd have guys pouring beer out of, off, like over a fence in the top bar on level four down into people on level two and going off. Delightful chat. You're into your seventh hour of drinking by then. Well, yeah. Boxing Day is the day where people go to drink more than any other day. So yeah, the no bars are chock a block. I remember yeah. going to that England match where they broke the record. It was like 92,000 or something. And, you know, I'm sure there were people watching the game, but the bars were, like, oh, just... You couldn't move. Yeah. When, when I was in the Members for an Ashes uh, test, and I just remember you could wear sandals in. Yeah, right. I think you can do a fancy dress sandal. Yeah, and so it was just all these revolting yeah. toenails of old men. <laughs> yeah, okay. just like I just was like, I need to go somewhere where people are wearing shoes. This is fucking horrifying. So would you also work on concerts? Yeah, we work. They, they have. They try not to do many concerts, but they're starting to do them again. Yeah. I never got to work the wrestling, which was a real tragedy for me. Yeah, my they had brother. The wrestling at the G last year. They had the WWE. They had a pay per view. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, like, it was awesome. They had a the bad guy. Right, he comes out. He plays. A, he's got a guitar, and I, you know, he kind of plays. Yeah. A bit, played a bit of Thunderstruck to get people on side, and then in his way to get at the crowd. He said, uh, it was fucking amazing local. He said, um, his name's Elias. He said, uh, I got a call from my good friend Mick Malthouse during the week. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> He'd really done his research. And he said, because it was the week after the grand final, and he told me that uh, my two opponents are going to choke, just like Collingwood did on the MCG. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, because yeah. he must have thought, you know, Perth team, yeah, Melbourne yeah. team, rivalry, rivalry, we're angry, and yeah. the whole crowd gone, fucking yeah! <laughs> <laughs> because they all hate Collingwood. Well, yeah, my, my brother worked it last year. He doesn't work at the G anymore, but he was working there. And he saw, before the, the show started, he saw, and this is for wrestling fans, if there's any listeners, I'm sure there's a crossover. He saw Kane, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels and Triple H all walk out before the, the match. They were all facing each other and just start choreo- choreographing at the match. Oh, practicing, yeah. And he's just a couple of feet from him. I can't believe I'm watching this. Yeah, like yeah. Two, four of the biggest wrestlers in the world. Just uh, I think in wrestling it's called a, it's called a dress rehearsal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the final. It was a tech, tech run. But yeah, the thing about Boxing Day, the test, apparently, I don't know if this is true, but this is what I was told, is that run of days pays... For the entire year of of like fees or whatever for the MCG, Fuck. yeah, yeah, and they, they, they'd that's be, no surprise, and yeah. they'd be horrified too if like you know it, it's over in day three. And it's yeah. like, oh fuck, where's that cash gone? Yeah, 
So should we talk some uh, footy issues, Adam? Well, let's talk about Marvel. We touched on it before. So there was a huge back down. You're filthy. Now, Michael Barracks for Hawthorne, as we know. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the family club. The family club, depending on uh, depending on what colour you might be. Because <laughs> Jeff Kennett came out this week and uh, he's... You know, whenever you start off a uh, I statement... I don't want to sound racist. <laughs> I don't want to sound racist. But you know what? I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to give it a good crack. <laughs> and he said... Uh, the, the people who were being... Oh, I'll read out the quote. It's fucking great. I'm not being racist when I say this. Okay, Jeff. But when I saw some of the footage, the people who are making judgments while they wear these authoritative coats are not people who appear to have a great knowledge of our game. They are new arrivals to Australia, it appears. So obviously they still had their passports in their hand. Their luggage. They had a big Toblerone. <laughs> He's like, oh, these guys just got here. <laughs> Toblerone. Had Border Force chasing them around. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. A lot of dried fish. <laughs> and he says, uh, we, and I think someone said, we don't know that, and they could be born here. So he's basically saying, they fucking got off the boat. Mm. They've given them a, 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 a job down at Marble, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like people yelling out, they're going, can't yell. And you're like, yeah, but you can at the footy. It's a massive leap, isn't it? He's, he's, he's fucked up. It's a massive leap, yeah. And also the idea of like, the idea that imply that, you know, people who come from overseas don't have sporting events in their own country as well. Like, I think mm. if you go to a fucking Indian cricket match, yeah. it can get pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty feverish. Mate, cockfights. <laughs> you still brag for it. You still cheer loudly for a cockfight. Am I, am I wrong in remembering that he was going to be an interim president? Yeah, so I actually had a scoop the Is other day. Is that 10 years ago? Well, I, I actually had someone who went to the uh, dinner on um, Friday night, the president's dinner. Oh, okay. Sat with Gil and a few other people. Mm-hmm. And um, How was Gil's tan? Yeah, well, uh, that story hadn't broken out yet. Yeah. Okay. Did he have a um, lay-on? <laughs> <laughs> he's ordering pina colada. Yeah. What are you he's doing with all the pineapple-based drinks? <laughs> he's he's beads in his head. <laughs> Jeff came back because essentially... No one wanted the job. Right. Or the person that had the job wasn't really their skill set. So I think he wants to do it just for a term, which I think might be three years. And yeah, then, and okay, then hand right. it over to someone. Yeah. Hand it over to a new arrival. Yes. But we haven't spoken <laughs> about the, the behavioural awareness officers that were getting around at Marvel mm. last weekend. Would they have got those vests out again? They didn't, did they? This weekend? Yeah. No, I don't believe so. I think they pulled it right back. They just went, we've gone, and this is overkill. Because we've got about 10,000 of them in a warehouse. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, you, you can win them on junk bet. But someone said that uh, the behavioural awareness officers, there was a photo of them in the ground, mm. but those two guys were just going in to get a coffee yeah. and they're only really outside the ground. But I've never seen those uh, vests, and Carlton play regularly down at Marvel. I've never seen them outside the ground before. Uh. And what are they doing outside the ground? Like... Are they looking I for guess sometimes, you know, where they're like, don't kick the footy here and people... <laughs> why yeah, why sure. are they telling you not to kick the footy? Like, that's a part of footy. If you get hit in the head with uh, football, it's your own fucking fault. When you're leaving the footy, you have to have your head ducked into your shoulders. Yeah, exactly. It's up to you. And then, or you're either in that position or a little kid's let the ball roll past and you got to scoop it up. you got to scoop it up. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's the two positions you're in outside and of the And they don't ground. say thank you, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it. why the term behavioural awareness officers? Why not just security? Just put the other back. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, like, what's the difference? Are they trying to soften it? It's just like oh, mate, I'm not, I'm not being over the top. I'm not security. I'm just telling you, hey buddy, hey, keep that in check, champ. Well, just hey. write security, but like make the C a smiley face or something. Oh, okay. You know, it's a problem solved. Soften it a bit. Yeah. Um, but they were patrolling the aisles. I think that's what everyone had issues with. They were going walking up and, up and down and yeah. telling people. They kicked yeah. out a couple of Carlton supporters who had the. Um, you know those, those dreads, yeah, the stupid yeah. dreads. I yeah, think it was because yeah. they were in a stupid. I think that probably was the reason. Yeah. We, d- we actually don't know what we what they said or no. what they did, and they didn't seem to complain. I love the jump that I heard on callback radio, uh, talkback radio of um, 
No, no, I like I like callback call radio. Is that, sorry, we haven't got time to talk. We'll call you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Um, I love the jump to you can't say anything anymore. Oh yeah, I love yeah. that like humongous oh, yeah. jump. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Flogman for a bit, please? Who's Flogman? Flogman is Frankie. So Frankie is the guy. Well, no, sorry, Flogman. Flogman was the person who called the umpire a bald-headed flog. Right, at the Carlton-Brisbane game two weeks ago. Mm. And so then Gil came along and said that the guy had run across two bays, two bays to use mate. the term bald-headed flog. Yeah. And then he said that information may not have been quite right because he, he just made it up on a plane, didn't he? Well, basically, <laughs> yeah, he was drunk. He'd had, he'd had three wines, he was in the air. Yeah, he just had some shit. Yeah, <laughs> but then uh, Flogman came out and said, this is my seat. So you know to prove where he seated, where he sat, okay. to say I didn't run across two bays. Yep. I want an apology from Gil. Yes, and then I think he even might have contacted the lawyers. He has got he lawyers has, yeah. engaged to yeah. get a letter to write to the Gil to get an apology. Yes, has Gil apologised? Yes, he has not. No, individually to Flogman. No, mate, Flogman still stands unapologised. And it's awesome. I just for the life of me, I just want that guy to be known as Flogman for the rest Flogman. of his life. Just walking around. There should be a banner for him. I'm going to hold it. I should go to a Carlton game with a banner, <laughs> Flogman banner. Well, you know, um, we support Flogman. I stand in, I or, stand in solidarity yeah. with Flogman. Well, you know how Hawthorne had 37 on their their training jumpers yeah. to, uh, you know, f- uh, symbolising of uh, Adam Goods. Maybe teams like Carlton should put, like, flog on the back yeah. during warm-up. You know, pretends to flog for thirty seconds in support. He could be of like the high-profile Carlton supporter. Like he, he should be on the board actually, Flogman. Flogman. But he's like the new Joffer, isn't he? He's Joffer and Trout. Flogman. Well, he's kind of he hasn't backed down though. He keeps saying, "I want these apologies." Engage mm. the lawyers, and it's like, mate, just fucking let it go. Mm. Like, yeah, because he goes, oh, "I need to know. I need to know if I've been suspended. What I got in trouble for?" And it's like, do you? You fucking didn't get in trouble. It's all falling apart. Don't worry about it. He's bald, isn't he? He always wears a beanie. I haven't seen Flogman. <laughs> Uh, I sans feel beanie. like he's got a bit of hair around the side. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Hey, what did you make of the West Coast uh, goal kicking practice that ended in a sledge at Andrew Gaff? Yeah, gotcha. So it was at Vardy. Yes. So basically, they had a little bit of a goal kicking game. Uh, Andrew Gaff spun around a few times and had to try and kick a goal from about forty-five out. And he, to try and get him off his line, people were yelling stuff out. And Nathan Vardy yelled out, "Brayshaw, Andrew Brayshaw, Andrew, Andrew Brayshaw. Brayshaw!" Like, like thinking that he was like right behind him, coming at him, <laughs> getting his seeking coming revenge. To get revenge. I, I think it worked well because if you watch the footage, yeah, he, misses he, the he goal. missed the goal. He missed yeah. the goal. Yeah. So you can call that stuff. It's like I reckon they should do it at training, like call out things that are really threatening. Like at Carlton training, maybe they can call out, you know, hitting the target or uh, or oh, yeah. kicking two goals in the first half. You know, stuff that frightens Carlton. That's very funny stuff. That's <laughs> very clever. You know, because obviously. Andrew Gaff smashed uh, Andrew Brasher in the face last year. Mm. Who gives a fuck? It's just a sledge at training. Yeah. Does any, does, should he have to apologise for that sort of shit? Like, mm. I think he didn't go hard enough. What would you have said? I would have thrown teeth at him. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thrown his Andrew Brasher's teeth, hit him in the head. He's like, what the fuck's that? Mrs. I'm, Gulls. I'm off Nathan Vardy because he rubbed Gorney's head in the ground. Uh, yep. So anything yeah, yeah. he does now is just, you know, um, I added on top. What's your take on the head rub? No good. Yeah. No good. But, you know... I love the response. I lo- he got put back in his place by everyone. I, I appreciated that. And it was an incredible specky. Well, they certainly came out because they said, you know, uh, you only had six touches that day, Nathan Vardy, and you were terrible. But I like his sledging. I think uh, he should stay in the team for his sledging ability. Was he sledgy at Geelong? Or has he become sledgy in West Coast? Uh, that, that's a really good question. I don't reckon he played at Geelong enough. It's nature versus nurture, I think. Yeah. You know, the miners over in <laughs> WA. That's a good point. And also because Nick, Nick Nat's out, so he's had a bit of a longer run at it. Yeah. Whereas in uh, Geelong, he just couldn't get his body right. So it's hard to sledge when you're injured. 
Yeah, that's true. And when you're out in Perth and you just go into the casino yeah. and then back into the city and then to the Great casino. Great place to sledge. Yeah. You're getting your sledging capabilities. Well, look at you. You sledged the Hungry Jacks. Yeah. It just Dogs. Happens. Yeah. Is there anything weird, though, that now we're having press conferences and having, you know, crisis meetings about what essentially was an Instagram story? Yeah. Well, I guess anything is public now, isn't it? Yeah. So it becomes news. Put up by the Eagles. You know, yeah, web team. Yeah, no, it was very strange, and they probably didn't even pick it up when they. They were probably out didn't there. hear it. Yeah, yeah, they just put it up there, and everyone hears it and goes, "Oh, mate, you can't say that." Mm. You'd be shitty on the social media guy, though. 100%. <laughs> yeah, go, mate. Yeah, how about you don't record everything? You know you? the algorithm, but you don't know the rubber, the green. <laughs> you know, mate. You know. What do we make of? You said Domain Stadium is a fantastic. Uh, sorry, Optus Stadium <laughs> was a fantastic stadium. But what about the way they treated Matt Guelphie on Friday night? Thursday night, he got sent In a taxi. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't bother with an ambo. They just went, "Oh, mate, he's not that sore. He's sore." They put his mum and dad in the car. Yeah, because he's from WA. Yeah, and they also put like their wellness person in there. Yeah. Did they do it because they didn't think the ambulance was necessary and they're like, we'll keep the ambulance here in case there's you know, a serious, serious injury? Well, they said if an ambulance leaves and they have to replace it with another ambulance. So obviously there's only one in, <laughs> yeah. in Perth, so they couldn't do that. But also, he wasn't in particularly like um, big taxi. So there's already four people in it, you said. His mum and dad, mm. Guelphie. And the uh, welfare officer. That's very fucking Couldn't correct. get a maxi? Yeah, well, they didn't. It was yeah. just a little shitty, like, um, Prius sort of it, thing. It, I think they said he had to go... He had to get his head checked and he had to get his ribs checked. Yeah, he had to get scans because they wanted yeah. him to fly back maybe later that night or the next morning. You can't fly with the ribs, yeah. yeah. And do you think there's a little bit from the security guard as well? Like, fucking all the shit we caught last week. Take that, you fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon they gave him a cab charge? Well, that's a thing. Like, why not an Uber? Yeah. You know, save on the money. <laughs> yeah, Uber pool. Oh, yeah, the cab... <laughs> Uber pool. <laughs> go past West Coast. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What are you in here for, It's going to take 45 minutes, yeah. but it's $3. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done Uber pool? Yeah, I did it yesterday. Did you? How much do you reckon I paid from Brunswick to the MCG uh, Uber pool? I'm going to say $3. I was going to say uh, 9 Zero. Yeah, yeah. I've got a mate who's mad for it. Is it worth it, though? <laughs> Is it worth, Is it worth yeah. it? What was the person like that you got in? Yeah, it was a lovely lady from actually around the corner from here, and then it went down here and then turned up. Near Wayne uh, Jackson Studios. Yeah, Wayne Jackson yeah, Studios. Yeah. Um, I've got a mate who does purely Uber pool, and yeah, it would sometimes be $0 for him to go. But I, he, and he, we went out one night, and then he was like, we'll go back to my place. And uh, there was some dude in the car, and it was like, this is weird, man. Yeah, I, I did in Austin not knowing what it was. I was like, Uber pool, what's that? And mm. so I get there, and there's other person in the car, and then they had to drop them off first. I'm like, yeah. it's like fucking being in the car with your mum. Yeah. Like, well, we've got to drop your brother off at training, and then we've got to do this, and then we'll drop you off and after that. Then that thing of like, my friend were in the back, we were just kind of talking to each other kind of quietly, kind of like not being. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Goes, well, this is weird. No, fuck fuck that. Listen to. I've had a few times where I'm like, oh, you know, you know, got the time, save some money. Yep. I've had it once or twice where you get in, there's a guy, love Arnie Donner, by the way, man. And, and like, my comedy group and then the whole ride is sort of just them doing quotes at you and stuff <laughs> which is a struggle but apart from that I'm 100% on board okay but I love the notion he's got a cab charge and then halfway there the taxi goes oh, I'm not I don't do that mate no <laughs> I can't take that or else they get there and they go they make wealthy pay for it he's like I'm in I'm in footy gear yeah <laughs> yeah I haven't got my wallet on me oh they don't the have the change so they got around like you know have, yeah, you, have yeah. you got a five dollar note and yeah. a 20 cent coin? I can't break a 50 <laughs> I can't do that but it's all been going on over in Perth Nathan Wilson from the Dockers uh, he got into a fight this at a awesome. 21st yeah. party so uh, he needed two stitches above his eye so he played the game against Port last week and then yeah. he headed over to a party 21st where was it uh, it was uh, in Mandurah mate and Mandurah? I can tell you nothing good 
ever happens in Mandra. Mandra, which part of Perth is that? Uh, it's south, mm-hmm. on your way towards uh, Margaret River. So Beautiful somehow area. he got Lovely. into a fight. It was later in the article referred to as a family party. I love nothing more than a punch-on at a family party. It's the best yeah. kind. But they don't talk about what started it. Would it be if it was like a, just a general party and he mm. got in a fight? Would they think they kind of would have come down on it a bit harsher? Or they, they were like, oh, it's part of the family. Well, I guess so. If it's, it's, <laughs> we'll, we'll let you guys do what you guys do best. Well, that's the thing. If it's in-house, you kind of go, oh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit weird to have him... Who, who, my mum my snapped me. Yeah, oh, sure. We'll fucking let it go. Yeah. So if your dad just takes it down on you because he, uh, <laughs> he didn't kick three goals in a multi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's okay. Because I understand if it's at Claremont and there's CCTV everywhere that they have to release. I don't understand how a family party gets out to the media. That's weird to me. Might what? have been the stitches. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. that'll do it. Might yeah. have been the, it was only two, but they might have gone. If we went back to train the next day, they're like, hey, wait a second. We, we saw you um, we saw you the game yesterday. You didn't have a cut. So two stitches is a clip, not a drive-by. <laughs> clip above the eye. Above the eye. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing about football players. Maybe gave a shit present. <laughs> hey, what's this? It's my 21st, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you just got that from the fucking merch shop. It's <laughs> yeah. a Fremantle hat. Voucher for KO. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about football players. If you're at a 21st and you're an AFL football player, at least in Victoria, probably Adelaide and Perth as well, mm. you are a god. Mm. True. I remember Brent Stanton showed up to a 18th because mm. he went to my my high school. And it was Which just... High school was that? Viewbank College. Okay. Michael Hurley as well went there. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. pedigree. Essendon pedigree. When, you, when you're a footballer, you're, you will never be higher than at a... 18th 20th, or 21st. Yeah, so 21st because you can establish, be established. Yeah. Brent Stanton is at this party, guys. We used to have parties of about three, four friends of mine for about three, four years in a row. All right. We uh, had, what's his name? Uh, Van Wilder over here. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have birthdays within about a week of each other. So we just could, you know, get everybody together. Yep. And I remember going to one after the 2005 grand final. I'm sitting there on the couch and like, is that Ian Dicko Dixon? <laughs> Really? Wow. Dicko showed up. Nice. When you're at a 21st and you're Dicko, you are, you're a god. Was there a nightclub that you used to go to like in a local area, not in the city? So for me, it was the Cactus Club in Mooney Ponds. <laughs> and that's where all uh, Essendon, Footscray, North Melbourne players used to go. So we'd go regularly see like Rowan Smith and mm-hmm. a whole bunch of Footscray players down there. Trying to think from my area, probably not. But when I lived in Bal, I studied in Ballarat. And uh, yeah, there was a few of those where they were hardcore Bend at elbow or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Rough, rough, rough. I don't think I saw footballers at clubs. Well, what but about I, like at the G-Bang on a Sunday and stuff? That, or the Auburn? I wouldn't do that stuff. Because you're yeah. not cool? Well, I don't think that's cool. That's the one. Well, when you, you do mention Hawthorne, though, it's the one of those pubs mm. near Swinburne. That yes. was a big footy place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially on the Sunday because most of them would have played. Yeah. Bit of a Sunday session. Yeah. They're not trained on Monday. Yeah. I've gone to clubs owned by footballers. Like I've been, like, been to the pub that uh, owned by the Rat. Down at Melbourne Uni. Uh, Prince Albert, Prince Alfred. Oh, Prince Alfred, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've been there. And I remember I won 100 pots there. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Did you get that? (laughs) There was some raffle, won 100 pots, and they're like, by the end of the week. (laughs) (laughs) So we're like, you're fucking on. (laughs) So we we got it. But uh, I went to Saloon Bar, which I think Jason Dunstall part owned. And that might have even 
then turned into a place called JD's. But maybe JD's was another club in the city. Mate, the saloon was massive. Where's the saloon? The saloon was on Turak Road. Mm, And they used to have Tuesday night Melrose uh, Melrose Place night. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I never went to that, but I remember, yeah, the saloon was the (laughs) place Fuck, these days, what would it just be like, you know, Tuesday nights, watch PewDiePie or something. Yeah, yeah. Kids these days. Oh, yeah, buddy. Play Fortnite. Fucking watch Arnie Donner's fucking clips. Bloody TikTok night. Bloody, your bloody bell bottoms. Now, mate, we, we nearly lost SEN this week. <laughs> SEN caught fire. Yeah, so do you want to take us through that story? I actually, I don't know that much about it. I know that the breakfast show couldn't go to air, Broden. You, yeah, you, I was listening. Were you? <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Fucking, I where were you the moment SEN went off air? Oh, yeah, exactly. It was dead air and then it was Andy Marr, your uh-huh. mate Andy Marr, just talking because they had to go to the MCG box. So the commentary box at the G. But they had to do it without... Their key pillars, which is fuckhead callings. <laughs> yep, sure. Or commercials for, it was the day for diamond minutes. guys. It was the day Trout was uh, silenced. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, that's not SEN without the callers. Or Mario the from Temple Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're over in, I think they're over in Southbank now, is that right? They yeah. are, yes. Near, near Fox Footy. Okay, oh, okay. I haven't yeah. been to that one, yeah. Um, but then, what, what's, how long would that take to get to the G? Well, I think because Andy wasn't on air, so it was Gary and Tim who couldn't be there, so they must, he must yeah, have got the emergency Andy call. Yeah, he had a bed, yeah. Yeah, mate, get there. Get to the fucking G. Wow. And so they probably would have been, I imagine, police escort. SCN yeah. are pretty powerful in this town. <laughs> so they get him to the SC, uh, to the MCG and he was on air with... Who did he broadcast with? I don't think he was by himself. I think was some it? of the security guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Australian dollar went down four yeah. cents because the place was out of control. No one was listening to anything. But what did they play in the meantime? I think it was dead Just air. Just dead air. I think potentially. Or maybe Cornsy. Cornsy over yeah, in Adelaide, yeah, okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah, feed it oh, through. I'll take the feed. Yeah, because it's not like uh, like if Triple M goes off air, they've got an emergency tape. Yeah, Triple J has the same thing, so they'll just play music. But yeah. that can't happen. They can't have the best callers of last year. Yeah, like, okay. there's plenty of Chili Peppers songs at Triple M. There's <laughs> yeah, yeah, two exactly. days worth of songs. I think they I they think play the, Foo Fighters occasionally. Oh, the Fooies. Yeah, love the Fooies. I think the fire was on level five, so it didn't actually affect. No, level three, and no. they're on level five. Ah, so gotcha. it's underneath. But Tim, uh, Tim Watson said that you could smell. You know, burning plastic kind of thing. So yeah. it's a full on fire. So why weren't they getting the fuck out of the building at that stage? Mate, because... It's like, I mean, maybe Tim likes the smell of burning <laughs> chemicals. Burning plastic. Yeah. Probably just thought Dermy was there. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Mate, Mate, there we go. That's a burn off, Timmy. <laughs> hey, should we do a few footballers in real life, Adam? Please, mate. Okay. So we staple of this show, Michael. Email was sent in from people during the week. I tell you what, they've been coming thick and fast ever since a couple of weeks ago when we didn't have any. Yeah. <laughs> so now we've been getting about four. People seem to be good. remembering that they've spotted footballers in real life. Have you ever spotted? Oh, you would have spotted a number, but have you? You know, down at the shops, do you have any memories of that stuff? It was at Canberra Comedy Festival, and all of uh, GWS uh, were at the uh, at the hotel. I ended up having a nice chat with the umpire about the cricket because I think that day before was the tape tape gate. Yep. Oh, right. Like, oh, yeah, this is crazy, isn't it? So that was a good chat. But you know the day you realise that all footballers have zero personality? Mm. You know that day? Yeah. You, you, that's a good day because then you go, oh, I, just, I like seeing them kick the ball. and then It can be sad, man. Yeah. It's tough, yeah, when you go, fuck, I've run out of conversation. And yeah. I, I, I'm always one, I don't want to talk about footy with them because I think maybe they don't want to talk about footy. Mm. But yeah. then you realise, no, footy's all you got. Well, that's yeah. all we can talk about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just here from Brendan. Just saw the big man, Jonathan Brown, at Coles in Camberwell. Was just picking up his bits. Uh, loaf of Helgers, cinnamon donuts, mm. Gillette razor blades. Oh, someone's doing very well. What really <laughs> caught my eye were the three cans of Rexona spray on deodorant. He must be working up a sweat on the couch. It'd be sweaty business. Rexona. Fuck, that's like... Rexona black 
reminds me, if I smell that now, that's year 10. Yep. That just sums up my high school. Is that what you wear, I think I might wear that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go around with a can of Lynx for a while. Because I usually try and keep a deodorant and thing, because I'm very conscious of smelling. No, that's good. Because if you thing. smell, no one's yeah. going to tell you you smell. That is a good point. It's like point. bad breath. No, I'm going to tell you. They just kind of move their and head also, away from you. Once you can smell your own BO, you fucking pass. Yeah, for sure. There's no yeah. catching up. You're not spraying over that. But I carried a little can of Lynx Africa. This is last year. That's not good, Because my bag mate. would get so full. I had an old, older bag. It would get so full. I was like, I don't want the big can. Yeah. And I, I, don't feel, I, don't, I don't feel freshness with roll-on. So it has no, to be I get spray that. on. You don't feel the spray. Yeah, no. I, I'm all about sweat now. I hate being at work and then looking down sweat patch under my arm so i'm all about antiperspirants now mm-hmm. yeah that's mine i'm that's good antiperspirant that's why i don't wear baby blue or gray anymore yeah because <laughs> you know i mean in high school those colors just fucking boom shove mm. your sweat yeah I, yeah i'm go the all blacks just full black yeah you're safe but also deodorants now with you get those ones that don't stain your shirt mm. that's that's almost more important scent for me now welcome back to the junk time deodorant <laughs> podcast. here's a question would you use another person hey, hey, hey. Question without notice. Question without notice. <laughs> Would you use... I'm sorry. Good call, this pressure. <laughs> Would you use uh, somebody else's roll-on? No. No. There we go. Unless I was desperate and it was one of the other two boys I'm in a comedy group with. Yeah, okay. And it's like, just about to go on, need some. Mark is a pretty hairy guy. Yeah. No, nah, both are, yeah. Well, you all are. Yeah, <laughs> we're all pretty... <laughs> yeah. Why, have you done it? Uh, no, no, I've licked one. Okay. <laughs> That's all right then. That was a dare. I was at the 21st, a family fight. <laughs> um, so here we go from Tom. Uh... Here's a plan in real life I didn't expect to see, as I assumed he wouldn't have bought a house in Victoria yet, after not having been long at the club. Uh, as I saw, drove slightly slower than Kale Hooker chasing Buddy on the wing um, into a busy Melbourne CBD lunch break to meet my father for lunch, he shout, obviously I'm doing very well for myself, I spied one Dan Hanabry mm-hmm. in, the ba- in a pack of dorks lined up in a pack of dorks lined up to get into one of those exclusive shops. So here we go. Lined up to get into shops. Harold's. Harold's? Yeah. Have you heard of Harold's? Mm. Heard of Harrods? There is Harrods, yeah. So not to be uh, confused with Harrods in London. Was he in London? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, I told this story on the pop before, but um, uh, one day I got to meet Buddy at a club function. I was talking to him. And uh, he was talking about Nina Pastina, the T-shirt line. Oh, uh, yes. Weird for football. I'd have a T-shirt line. <laughs> yeah. And he said they were in like all these different shops. And he's like, oh, we're actually in uh, Harrods. In London. He's like, do you know Harrods? And I'm like, I know Harrods. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of Harrods. Uh, not to speculate, but I reckon Dan might be enjoying one. Having no one recognise him in Victoria scene, he hasn't not... Oh, yeah, well, we don't need a little clip on the end. Um, no, he hasn't notched a game for the Saints yet. But uh, uh, he was still doing some exclusive midweek shopping. But he did play on the weekend. He played okay. Yeah. He faded out because he you know, was going to get tired. He hasn't played all year. I can't remember. That twos or ones? Yesterday? Yeah. Played, played the ones. Played yeah. once, yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, Brisbane kicked, uh, I think, 10 unanswered goals or something like that in the third <laughs> quarter. They buried him. Richo's in big trouble. I saw Hannah's at the airport recently. Yeah. And he was reading a book, and it was like the will or the glory or the like, something like that. Like, you know, the greater good, oh, you know, right. driven. Self-helpy like kind of thing. Real, like, you know, the team effort, team really like. And I was like, oh, that's a book a footballer would read. How to get your body right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know? something like that, yeah. <laughs> I think it was Harry Potter, actually. No. Hamstrings, why do they pop? Yeah. <laughs> Here from Sam, went down to Tassie for the Roos Giants. Giants! Game on Sunday in Dark Mofo. Hey, it's a combination of two. Yeah. There was the People's Beard, Ben Hudson, in the Virgin Lounge. Nice guy, got a selfie. Oh, that's cool. Now, here's another one. 
So from we've got to clean it up a little bit. All right. So, so this is going to be heavily redacted. Yeah, because we feel it's not quite right to kind of reveal who these people are. But by having said that, keep sending them in, yes. and we will decide whether or not we will read them out. But yes. this one, we are going to not we're going to not name teams or names to try and uh, you know not incriminate anyone. I've got to clean it up. Yeah, it's I in mean Tazzy. Uh, no, one? no, this is no, a different no, one. Okay, no, no, this, right. Yeah, this is a different one. Yeah, so this is uh, we could, yeah. I mean, we did talk in the past about um maybe a player we didn't name them being um buying drugs off someone at Falls Festival. That but is we true. We didn't name them. We no, didn't we didn't. Them. No, it's good to know they're out there. <laughs> uh, here we go. So, traveling team, um, imaginary town. Uh, I come home to my hotel quite late, two a.m., three a.m. Monday morning, after the game. And there is a party in the room near mine. As I'm walking past, an older lady, probably in her 80s. Oof, that's old. Sheesh. She's been around. Knocks on the loud door and who happens to open the door but redacted player. Player X. Player X. Now, if you had to choose a player that would think, okay, how about, okay, I'll go down the next line. Now, you can tell this. You can say that. This is good on the spot redacted. If you had to choose a player... That you think would tell an old biddy to go fuck herself? Who would it be? Well, you can guess what happens next. He tells her <laughs> to go fuck herself. <laughs> I'm hanging around now because this is a shit show. <laughs> Staff come and try to remove them from the rooms and more abuse from player X and other players. I couldn't see who, but I was told there were three or more players in there. Fuck you. We can be as loud as you want, etc. Player X was very drunk and all over the place. Police have to get involved to quiet them down. Had a quick chat to the coppers who came to my room and they had already dealt with these troublesome players at other hotels in redacted town and had to remove them from the premises. (laughs) They had already assumed these blokes were players from a team before they got here. Seems like the players treat... The place, like the other team did. <laughs> <laughs> so if you get a bit of that, what it is, uh, players got pissed, told my lady to fuck off, and the cops arrived. So that's pretty good. Here we go from Nick uh, in Perth last week. Uh, oh no, uh, just before the weekend, I walked past Dyson Heppel in Perth, heading out for an afternoon coffee at the very popular Mary Street Bakery in Perth at five dollars fifty for a coffee. He must be doing very well for himself. As an Eagle supporter, I was hoping he's going to go into a local. Uh, buffet to eat some dodgy food in preparation of the game's day, but fortunately, it doesn't look like the case. Five fifty for a coffee, uh, Perth. Yeah, yeah, that is expensive. Hey, uh, you got any Auntie Don stuff you want to plug? Got tours coming up? Or? Oh, we do, but it's just about full up. But yeah, we made a series called Glen Ridge, hmm. which is a big series about going to school. Uh, yeah, Glen Ridge Secondary College. I actually. I did not get that joke until right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that went way over my head. Yeah. We, we had this whole rule that like anytime anyone asks us about it in the media, like, oh, is it named after Glen Ridge? We would say no. Yep. And the only person who ever asked us was this like, was Ballarat ABC Radio mm-hmm. and she sat on it for like 30 minutes. It was just like, <laughs> he was the host of Sale of the Century. <laughs> went, no, we don't know. We don't, it's just a made up town. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we made a web series out of it and it's on our website. Go watch it. People think it's funny. And, yeah, uh, it's really cool. It's really cool. We're doing a little tour to Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Adelaide. Um, and Tassie. We're in Tassie as well soon. Great. Much like North. So go see us. Sick, man. We're going to hit the road. We're Junk Time Over Pod at Gmail. We're Junk Time Over Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. We're going to hit the road. Go. Go Blues. Indeed. Oh
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.